Russia says its air defences intercepted a number of drones hundreds of miles from the Ukrainian border early on Thursday. The Russian Defence Ministry says the drones were heading for Moscow and St. Petersburg, causing all flights to be suspended at one of Moscow's airports. CNN's Fred Plaitkin has the details for you from Dnipro, Ukraine. Drones are increasingly having an impact in this war, and the Ukrainians have now apparently managed to fly a combat drone all the way to the area around St. Petersburg. Now, that's hundreds of miles away from Ukrainian-held territory, and the Ukrainians would also have had to fly that drone through the western part of Russia, where the Russians have some pretty capable air defenses. It's unclear what exactly happened with this drone. The Ukrainians are saying that it managed to hit its target, that the mission was successful. The Russians, for their part, however, are saying that they managed to take the drone down and that it crashed in the area of an oil terminal near the city of St. Petersburg. All this, of course, happening as the war here in Ukraine is continuing to heat up and as the Russians are pressing with offensives in several areas along the southeastern and eastern front lines. All this a big concern for the Ukrainians. And one of the things that the defense minister of this country has said is that the Ukrainians are suffering from a shortage of ammunition. He said that that's both real and pressing, a big concern for the Ukrainians. Of course, in general, the fact that the Ukrainians are struggling also a huge concern for NATO as well. And NATO has now started its largest exercise since the end of the Cold War. It's going on in areas in North America, across the Atlantic, and in Europe as well, with some 90,000 troops that are involved. For Flightkin, CNN, Dnipro, Ukraine. British Foreign Secretary David Cameron compared Russian leader Vladimir Putin to Adolf Hitler in the 1930s. He made the remarks during an interview with Politico at the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, and he explained what he meant to CNN's Richard Quest. Now, you used an analogy that it was like the 1930s. It was like being a minister in the 1930s or a government in Europe in the 1930s. At the same time, the prime minister has said this is the most unstable time that in decades. So how do we, you, navigate in the 1930s style? Well, the reason I made that analogy is in the 1930s, we didn't sufficiently stand up to a bullying dictator who was taking parts of other people's countries. And I think what we've seen with Putin's invasion of Ukraine is the most naked, the most flagrant breach of another country's sovereignty and territorial borders. And so I think it's the challenge for our generation. How do we respond to that? Do we back the Ukrainians with all that we've got? Do we stay in for as long as it takes? I say yes. The latest reports suggest that the Ukrainians are finding it much more difficult and that Russia, if not exactly prevailing, is certainly seeming to be on a stronger footing. It's got armor, armor production and all of this. Now, I would challenge that because look at the Black Sea. There, you've seen the, the Ukrainians push the Russian Navy right back across the Black Sea. They've opened a grain corridor. They're exporting grain. Uh, like 600 ships have been through that corridor and they've sunk about 20% of the Russian Navy. So. You know, there is a different narrative here that Putin's, he's lost 300,000 people. He's lost half of the territory that he took. He's seen NATO get bigger and stronger. This has been a strategic catastrophe for Putin. But now he's got longer and he has to keep going. And from the Ukrainians' point of view, they look at the EU, who can't decide on whether to, well, they've decided to provide the aid, but they can't find the mechanism. And in the US... They, uh, the, the Republicans are holding it up in Congress. And before you said, I'm aware of what the Prime Minister has offered, these other two big groupings 
are not giving that same full-throated. But that will happen. The EU money will be taken through, and I'm pretty confident the US money will too. There is a majority in Congress to support Ukraine, because ultimately America knows that Ukrainian security, European security, is also American security. If you allowed Putin to win in Ukraine, he'd be back for more. And we know from our history that when that happens, America ends up paying a bigger price in treasure and also in lives lost. I mean, right now, the Americans, for the use of 10% of their defense budget, have destroyed about 50% of Russia's military capacity without the loss of a single American life. British Foreign Secretary David Cameron is speaking there with CNN's Richard Quest.